Man, I just recorded for like 10 minutes straight and I wasn't recording at all. Ah, uh, all right. Welcome. <laughs> I'll just do this again. I remember what I was talking about. All right. Welcome to episode 8 of the Wackness podcast. I am uh recording this on my cell phone in a car driving around my old hometown in Georgia. And uh, I'm not in my regular home recording on a good microphone, but this will do. I, uh, I'm i from Georgia, but I'm living in Colorado. And uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm doing this. I'm, uh, I flew out here to help family with stuff, to pick some stuff up. Just do family stuff. Um, and I'm driving around my old neighborhood um, that... That I grew up part uh, mostly in high school in, and uh, I remember running through this neighborhood, training for the army, training for soccer team, which I didn't make, pulled my hamstring, but I I still wasn't fast enough in, 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 in any way. But uh, I don't know. But um, it was weird driving by my old house that I uh, lived in through high school and seeing other people live there. That to me is so weird because like. Like, your home is such a personal thing. And, like, for it to um, do that, that is just unbelievable. I'm just seeing it. Um, but, all, but, like, also, like, like, one thing about the South is that, like, like having a full-sized home is just completely normal. It's totally normal to, to, to like, have your own full-sized home and it not be just outrageously expensive. I like the rest of the country like the rest of the country is so like not like the rest not like everywhere but here but a lot of the parts like a a lot of parts of 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 america is just so expensive to own a home um that uh i don't see how like the average family you know does it the fact that you that you can't support a household on one income is criminal it is hold on Oh man, man, get that pollen up up in my nose. But yeah, growing up here, man, I really liked it. The people are nice. Um, the area is nice. The weather is good. The one thing that I love most or miss most about living in the South is the weather, man. The weather in the South is the best. Like some people hate it the uh, mugginess but i just have so many good memories centered around the weather here like as a kid like getting up in the morning and it being like seven o'clock in the morning the sun's just rising and it's like already 95 degrees somehow and just everything's soaking wet just those like early really muggy mornings in georgia were were the best and I know that it can be uncomfortable because you're instantly wet, but I mean, that's just what I miss most about it. It's like, it was literally like living in a rainforest that, that, I mean, that's what it's like. I, I'm pretty sure that most of Georgia is a rainforest because Georgia, like most people don't know this, but Georgia is, um, very diverse with its like terrain. I mean, you in Georgia, you have like beaches, you have mountain ranges, you have like forests, rainforests, 
I mean, you have it all, man. There, there might not even be a desert out here. I wouldn't be surprised. But I think that's why they shoot so many movies out here. It's just like there's a lot of entertainment and stuff. Maybe just because it's so diverse to find places to shoot in. Um, but now nah, there's a lot of, of good people out here. There's a lot of industry and stuff. Not like, you know, not like that matters. Who fucking cares about that? But, um, nice neighborhoods, like, like owning a home is not like a rare thing. And, uh, yeah. And the, and the weather's nice. Yeah. It, it, it gets cold in the, in the winter, but I mean, you know, so what thing is, man, I am making my move to Florida one day. I swear I am making my move to Florida. Florida is so it's like everything about the South that it in, in just even and just made better. Um, I think that everything that's good about the South is in Florida, except for they have some craziness. They have some fools living down in Florida. I think it's the heat. It like from the time that you're young, like those Florida people that grow up there, they are being raised under a Florida sun and the same way that heat can boil an egg through the eggshell, I think that the sun actually boils the brains of Florida residences or Florida residents through their skull. Um, I'm almost convinced that that is the reason why uh, people from Florida act so cray-cray because of the sun literally boiling their brain like an egg. Um Oh, yeah, hold on a second. Man, got that midday sun on my arm. Very hot. But, uh, man, the thing is, like, I'm, like, like there's this, there's this thing called SAD, S-A-D. And um, I'm pretty sure that I have it. It's like the seasonal affective disorder or depression or something like that. And I am not quick to, like, die, to, to uh, self-diagnose because that to me is so annoying when people do that when it's like oh well i'm bipolar especially young women for some reason they always like self-diagnose and they always say oh well i'm anxious i have oc i'm so ocd and uh but i'm 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 just saying that i'm not doing that right now i really do think that i have seasonal affective disorder because ever since i was a kid I would have these, like, like I would not look forward to winter, like, oh, great, you know, winter's coming. I think that I, I am meant to live it somewhere, like, in Florida, where it's just, just nonstop sunshine. Because in the winter, like, yeah, it's cold, but, like, it's hard to get your sunlight. It's really difficult to, like, get enough sunlight for, uh, for yourself. Go, truck. You... You pulled up there first. Fool. All right. Why is it so easy to be an asshole driving? Huh? Why is it so easy to uh, treat other people like they're objects when... I, I think it's because of this. I think that it's so easy to be an asshole when you're driving. And to call people names, scream, lose your temper. Because what you're seeing isn't a person. Like... You're what, like what you're seeing is this big, moving, two ton, uh, one ton, scary object that can kill you. And uh, hold on, there's a cop here. I don't want him to think that I'm talking on the phone. 
Um, I'm gonna park up here at the, at the park. That's that's why it's called a park, right? Um, maybe I should just like walk around the uh, the uh, outside. No, nah, probably not. You know what? I think I may just park. All right. So yeah, um, vehicles are big, scary objects. That's that's why like when people are losing their temper, uh, the the what's it called? Road rage. Road rage, I think, is caused by the a a baseline level of just general anxiety about uh, about driving and just the overall um, danger of it, uh, coupled with the fact that you're dealing with things that are disrespecting you in ways that a person would never uh, disrespect you, like. When a car pulls out in front of you and cuts you off and treats you like you're not there, that like like in your your monkey brain, you feel like a person like like actually um, like cut you off like you feel like a human being just like like they did that on purpose, like they actually cut you off like that. That to me is the reason why there's road rage and stuff. People are nervous about getting in a car wreck and they just don't, and they, they you know they just want to get home safe. I'm, I'm going to park in the shade. Hold on a second. Um, man, I used to... I grew up going to, to this park. It's so weird, like, coming back to places where you grew up when you're older. Because, like, everything... For some reason, like, everything seems so much bigger when you're... Um, when you're a kid. Like, like it seems like every memory that I have ab- about, like, growing up, about... Um, the classrooms that I had when I was a kid, uh, places like this, the park, stuff like that, my old home, people, they seemed so much bigger when you were a small child, right? Because you're always looking up at everything. And, but that's always, maybe not as a child, because that happens to me now where, um, like, I'll go somewhere when I'm, like, older, like, around my age in my 20s and I'll come back to it like a year or two later and it seems a lot smaller than how I originally how my original memory was of it it's like things in my memory bank of places that I used to know are a lot you know bigger than what I thought that it was I don't know what causes that but uh but man I tell you what the next time that somebody tries to cut me off um I'm pulling out my gun and I'm gonna bang bang. I'm joking, um, n- n- you know, not really. Uh, is it weird that I'm parked at the park by myself and just just talking into a phone? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I, uh, you know what? This is how I want to spend 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 my time. I'm do- I was doing a favor for my mom, uh, just taking some cardboard boxes down to the recycling center. Um, Man, I'm about to drive all the way back to Colorado from here in Georgia. You know, to, I'm going to take a road trip. And the, and, the, and the thing about road trips is that nobody fucking likes them. Like, whenever it says, like, people, like, like, they pretend to be excited about road trips until they're actually on them. Like, they're like, road trip, road trip, road trip, road trip. And then they actually start the road trip and three hours later they're like fuck this fuck this fuck this fuck this and um that's how i feel like like 
driving for 18 hours straight across the country um, isn't something that I'm going to do, but doing that is so mind-numbingly boring, and there's nothing exciting about it at all that I don't. I can't imagine anybody ever actually enjoying doing that. Uh, nothing is worth that amount of boredom and pain and just. There's no way that I would ever do that, on perp like, without it being just completely necessary. But the thing is, flying kind of freaks me out a little bit. You know, just the fact that I am five miles above the Earth, that kind of scares me. I, th- I think rightfully so. But um, you know, I'll do it. But I think that the, the that the feeling that that like flying gives me is totally worth not spending two or three days driving hours and hours and hours a day every single day it is just ridiculous but what does it mean for somebody to sit here and listen to me rant about personal retarded shit that has nothing to do with them like what does that mean for somebody also all right i'll just leave that alone because i don't want to insult anybody that actually listens to, to, to this um look my point is this i I so back to like childhood memories. Um you know how I said that like things were like so much bigger when you were a kid or like like your memories just store things that's bigger. It seems like temperatures were more extreme when I was a kid too. Like when it was hot, like when I was a kid and I was like really hot out in in the sun, man, I was hot. Like I was burning up. I was either freezing or burning up like every single time. And um, and it just seems like so, like there's something about childhood memories that are like definitely there's so much more special than the memories that you make later on in life. Like it's almost like you're – and I don't mean that it leaves an impression on you and your personality because it definitely does that. But it's almost like it um, – it's almost like the memories that you make as a kid, it's like the amount of nostalgia that you feel over reliving them, it's almost like a dream. Like when I think about what I did a year ago, it doesn't feel like a dream like it does with like remembering going to the pool in my cousin's neighborhood when I was 11 years old or 10 years old. Like that feels like a dream and like a good, but it's like thinking back to a dream with uh, like with nostalgia and it makes you wonder like, like, um, what if we could keep making memories like that? Like what if somehow we could figure out this may be like an unnatural thing, but to do, but like what stopped us from from seeing the maybe it's just because when we experience those things those memories when we live through those memories as children we were so innocent and we had this perspective on the world that was just free of like of self of most you know selfishness i know that that kids can be sociopathic and stuff like that and like but but they're not thinking so much it's it's like they're completely free of thought they're 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 like like natural meditating monks or something like that and it seems like just the childhood memories that we make is that like they are so 
um, potent with like deep emotion that I'm not surprised that they make so many um, like, like they have such an, uh, a huge effect on our lives from the time that we have them and like for the rest of our lives like the things that happen to us when we're children um, they really deeply affect us for the rest of our life and maybe it's just because maybe it's because of that deep emotional impact that they have because even when you think about stuff like the amount of nostalgia and the amount of like just good feelings and like even bad feelings like someone being mean to you as a kid or like you know not treating you right or treating you really good and just like it's like the emotions that are coupled with the with your childhood memories are so much stronger and i think that that's why there's such a deep effect um that's why they leave such a deep impression on your psyche for the rest of your life it may be an emotional thing where the the emotions i know that i've said this five times now but the emotions are just more powerful and uh that's why it's important, man, that you don't fuck with kids. You you cannot fuck with kids at all, man. Um, because you can because you're creating a like a fucked up adult. You're right, like a lot of our insecurities and mental problems and all that. It like it really does come from. Uh, stuff that happened to us when we were a child and that's not how you know or and that shouldn't be abused like for somebody to like fuck with a kid man and like you're creating a a shitty adult or just an, an adult with mental problems that is no bueno sir part of me wants to like like go for a run here but it is so hot i don't even Thing is, I might do it tomorrow just because, like, I'll be... Man, there's nothing better than going for a run in the heat. I don't care what anyone says. It's Thing is, like, there's a perfect temperature, okay? Because human beings, like, we really don't differ that much. And our body temperature is one of those things that doesn't really differ that much. 98.6, 98.6. We always hear the same thing, 98.6. And so, of course, there's different differences that make us, you know, susceptible to, you know, heat or cold or, so, or stuff like that. I've noticed that fat people really do not like the heat. They hate the heat. They would rather be in the cold. And I get that. But uh, I don't see how anyone can hate a good, balmy, 65-degree weather day. I don't see how that's possible. That is so perfect it's so perfect how can anyone hate that you know i mean right now it is oh no hold on oh yeah it's it's still recording um it's 76 it is 76 and it's gonna get up to 79 at seven o'clock man and it is it's gonna get up to 80 80 today and uh this is way too hot this is man this is gonna boring. all right i need to do to all right, so I've been like trying to learn from my mistakes and my non-mistakes from doing this thing, this this daily 30-minute podcast. 
And I do feel like I'm getting better, but I feel like I'm boring the person that I'm talking to just because like I haven't gotten down like how to make things interesting or entertaining. It's almost like I'm rushing to find something to talk about, right? Because, dude, I'm talking about the weather. I guess that the childhood memory thing is kind of cool. But talking about like growing up in Georgia. No, like, yeah, talking about the South is okay. It's just, I just feel like I'm wasting the, like the person's time. Well, well, now I really am wasting your time because I'm sitting here being all like, oh, well, am I doing things right? Thing is, I, man, I have such a hard time just trusting in the process, right? Because when you're learning how to do something for the first time, it's like, you know that you're doing something wrong and it's embarrassing because you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like you see the person that you could be because you live your life. Like I live my life where I have this visualization of my ideal self, the person that I am aspiring to be, that I'm working to be every single day. Um, and this is part of the thing. Like I want to do this podcast thing. I don't care if it like, you know, I don't think that it's going to make me who I am, but it's something to get better at because I thought that this was going to be easy and I tried and quit, tried and quit so many times doing this. And I realized that I quit because I sucked at doing this or like that I wasn't good at this. And I thought that there was something wrong with me. Like, why is the first one so bad? Like, why does it suck so much? And then I realized, oh, I just have to do it every single day until I just get better at doing it. But the thing is like, it might be better if I have some topics to talk to uh, talk about because for me to just sit here and rant to you people and do all this and that and show off my uh, view, my, my, my thoughts and my whatever, um, I don't think that this is enough. I really don't. I don't think that this is enough and I, don't, I think that you are worth more than what I'm doing right now. That's why I don't want anybody to waste their time listening to my dumb mouth rant and rant and rant going on and on and on over and over and over again saying absolutely nothing like I'm doing right now, right? Because what I just did, making up all those words, doing all that like over and over, it, I was like not saying anything but I was still communicating do you see what's going on now now bury your heads and pray no I'm joking um look I uh I look I'm here okay I'm showing up okay you can't get mad at anyone that just shows up you can't okay you can get mad at someone that sucks you know maybe but if they suck then believe all I'm asking all I want from you is this all right I want you to believe in me. Not like I'm a savior or a messiah. But look, if you want to think that, then fine. But I need you to believe in me. And what I'm doing here. And what am I doing here? Well, I'm here to make your life better. I'm here to make your life um, not suck so much. Because I know what you're going through. Okay, you're eating a bunch of sugar. You're eating a bunch of carbs. You look in the mirror and you just hate it. 
you just hate what's going on in there. You hate the picture. You hate what what you're seeing in the mirror. And you might not. You might not. This could all be bullshit. And you just want to do better. And so you listen to this asshole go on and on and on about his uh, weird rantings about childhood memories and southern weather. And look, I don't blame you. I listen to podcasts all the time where they just talk a bunch of BS. They talk a bunch of BS. And if I was sitting in in some of the conversations that go down in some of these podcasts, I would honestly just get up and leave. But so so just the fact that I sit there and I listen and I just go on, I just like that to me is so important. That to me is so important. But I think that my mom I think that she purposefully left this tank empty because she knew that I had to take this car and she knew that I have to fill it up. And I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell her to fill the car up and then I'm going to punch her in the mouth. Uh, I'm joking. Um, love you, Mom. Uh, Mother's Day's coming up. Mother's Day's coming up. Um, look, if you love your mom, if you hate your mom, uh, tell your mom thanks for the childhood memories and tell her that the the childhood abuse that you went through and the and the childhood trauma that she put you through made you who you are today okay and nothing and tell her that that all the trauma that she put you through is something that can never be taken away from you and um what's so interesting about you and what is so fascinating and just loving about you that just makes you who you are is all the tribulations, the trials and tribulations, all the adversity that you went through. Not diversity, but adver- the, a, a diversity of adversity that you went through as a child. Um, so maybe, maybe you know, slapping kids around a little bit might be actually kind of good for them, right? Like you put them through the ringer and you treat them how the world is. You slap them around, um, Right, you uh, like you punish children by making them run five miles through through the Moby Desert. Um, you you can build ch- uh, character in humans by making children by uh, making children uh, get into a se- severe thirty year long debt and making them pay the and the, and make them pay it off over the uh, majority of their life. Um, you know because that builds character. Uh, you can make them join a sport. You can um, uh, separate them from their parents when they're uh, like around the age of seven years old for eight hours a day, uh, five days a week for basically their entire childhood. So most of their childhood and upbringing is spent with agents of the uh, state government, right? Uh, that builds character. That's some adversity for them. Um, you can uh, give them... You can make them eat foods that are good for them, but but they don't necessarily want to eat at the time. Um, you can also make them eat until they throw up, so they uh, learn the 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 negative effects of overeating early. You can teach them how to talk to people in a way where they're where they assert themselves and what they want without being rude. And you can also have a group of adult people 
scream in their face until they cry to teach them the value of submitting to their elders um, and their uh, their banking overlords and to don't question authority so that we have a, a more uh, docile public um, barring any thought or ideas of a coup or revolution. So these are certain ways where you can turn children into better people by pushing adversity, right? There's a lot of talk today about diversity, which is good. We need diversity of thoughts and ideas. We need that, I think. Yeah, but do we though? I don't know. I, I, I won't get into that. What do I know? What do I know? Look, all I'm saying is this. I don't have a lot of time left, so I will leave you with this. You take an acorn, think of how small an acorn is. Now think of how big an oak tree is, okay? A small idea, just a little tiny idea can grow into a big, big thing that helps a lot of people and can build a lot of houses. Thank you. 29 minutes, uh, 20 seconds. Here we go. Good. Bye.